The news in detail from Brian Jennings. The Taoiseach Leo Varadkar has indicated that the government is considering bringing RTE under the remit of the Controller and Auditor General. Leo Varadkar made the comments at the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party meeting last night. This proposal has also been advocated by the Minister for Media, Catherine Martin, our political correspondent, Michal Lehan. The Controller and Auditor General audits the accounts of government departments and some state bodies to ensure public funds are well managed. The office's annual report is then submitted to the Dáil and scrutinised by the Public Accounts Committee. RTE has been outside the remit of the CNAG since the early 1990s, but that could change quite soon. There were also strong indications last night that updated legal advice received by RTE makes it clear that confidentiality clauses covering payments to departing executives cannot be breached without going to the courts. However, political pressure remains on RTE to provide more details about those payments. There are some suggestions that an overall figure for the amount of money paid to executives who left the organisation could now be provided to the Oireachtas Media Committee. The competition to select a city to host a new EU anti-money laundering agency will get underway in Brussels today, with Dublin in contention along with eight other cities. The decision will be jointly made by Member States and the European Parliament. The Government has been lobbying for Dublin to be chosen as the location, but there is strong competition from Paris, Madrid, Frankfurt and Rome. Our Europe editor, Tony Connolly. The new agency known as AMLA will mean up to 400 jobs and will focus on combating suspicious cross-border transactions as well as the financing of terrorism across a range of financial institutions. Dublin's case has been pushed diplomatically by the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar and the Taunashya Micheál Martin, while the formal case was presented to a joint European Parliament committee by the Minister for Finance, Michael McGrath, and the Minister for Financial Services, Jennifer Carroll McNeil, at the end of January. The case for Dublin is that it's home to 500 global financial institutions, including 17 of the top 20 global banks, and has a linguistic, common law and dispute resolution advantage over other contenders. Those contenders include heavyweights like Frankfurt, Paris, Rome, Madrid and Vienna, and the lobbying on all sides has been robust. For the first time, both the Council, in other words Member States, and the European Parliament, by way of the two committees, will jointly decide. Ambassadors for all 27 member states will give their top three preferences in the first round of a secret ballot and if there's no clear winner, the voting goes into a second and then third decisive round. The Parliament will have its own vote and both sides will meet at 6pm Brussels time to announce the winner. Tony Connolly, RTE News, Brussels. The Public Accounts Committee will continue scrutiny of sports funding and expenditure today. Committee members are expected to examine oversight and governance of Sports Ireland and Exchequer funding provided to the FAI. Representatives of the Football Association, including the Chief Executive Jonathan Hill, will explain the use of state aid, including COVID resilience funding. Our soccer correspondent, Tony O'Donoghue. An FAI delegation led by President Paul Cook and Independent Chairman Tony Kyohan are expected to make the case at the Public Accounts Committee for an increase in the betting tax to increase funding for all sports. However, the committee will want to know details of how COVID resilience funding of €33.7 million was used and distributed by the FAI. 
That money was intended to offset turnover losses caused by the pandemic. During this period, the FAI reduced their debt by €20 million. The payment of €12,000 to FAI Chief Executive Jonathan Hill in lieu of holidays not taken led to a Sport Ireland investigation and state funding being temporarily suspended. The CEO has been the subject of an internal investigation and claims he didn't seek the payment which contravened the FAI's own employee rulebook. Members of the committee have requested copies of all internal emails relating to the payment. A 33-year-old man who was seriously injured in a road incident in County Mayo has died. He was walking with his niece when they were both hit by a car close to a pedestrian crossing at Lord Edward Street in Ballina on Tuesday evening. The young girl was admitted to hospital but has since been discharged. Now the weather. RTE Radio 1 Weather with Grant. For highly efficient, sustainable home heating for your new build, choose Grant's A++-rated rated Aerona heat pump. Visit grant.ie. Today there will be sunny spells and scattered showers, most frequent over the western half of the country. Some will be heavy, there may be hail and isolated thunderstorms. There may also be sleet on high ground. Highest temperatures will range from 5 to 8 degrees. And there's a warning that southwest to west winds will reach gale force eight at times today on coastal waters from Carnsour Point to Valencia to Bloody Foreland.